Hello and welcome back to another episode of Nick Tiffany's Movie Reviews coming at you online and in print format at nicktiffany.com in audio format wherever you get your podcasts and in video on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Reels, pretty much anywhere you have social media you can find us. Today we're talking about a movie that I'm sure many of you have seen at least a trailer for. I'm sure you've seen pictures, snippets, clips. They've been beating this stuff over the head for months now and that's argyle for me argyle at first seemed like okay maybe this is the first decent movie we're gonna get kind of leading into the new year as i've mentioned before january and even february is kind of the what's referred to as the dumping ground for movies you know you get some successful pseudo horror movies that come out usually a decent pg-13 movie from blumhouse which, yes, they've already had, has done, I'm sure, decently enough. Night Swim's already on digital, if that means anything to you. But Argyle, you know, it boasts a great cast. It's got a pretty decent director at the helm and Matthew Vaughn, a name I'm sure most of you are familiar with, whether you know it or not. He's the guy that brought you the Kingsman films with Taron Egerton and Ray Fiennes then. He also brought us X-Men First Class, which I love one of the better X-Men films out there. And then he also brought us Layer Cake with Daniel Craig. I mean, that's kind of how he got started off. Uh, he also directed Kick-Ass, which was a ton of fun back in the day. So, you know, there was a lot going into this film that I felt like, okay, despite the release date, I think there's enough work in here. You've got Henry Cavill, Dua Lipa, John Cena, Sam Rockwell, Bryce Dallas Howard. I mean, it's like, okay, you got Brian Cranston. The cast is pretty stacked. <sighs> but I don't know. After watching that trailer, week after week after week after week, hearing all of, you know, it's, I really hate how movies these days are like, all right, we'll use an old pop song or an old rock song and we'll kind of morph it into the new trailer theme and this is all you're going to be thinking of going into this movie. So I'm thinking of the, you know, we can't go on together. The mysterious ways, which they've just overplayed for this trailer. Um, I don't know. So I guess, you know, just watching this trailer going into it, I'm like, all right, there's a cat that they're featuring a ton in this stuff. I really hope that the cat's not like a major part of this story. And I say that as a fan of cats, but also someone who just kind of wants like a serious movie sometimes. Like I know Matthew Vaughn, if you've watched the Kingsman movies, it is a pretty healthy blend of comedy, violent action, and some seriousness. This film was a little more comedy and a little bit of violent action, not so serious. And there's this whole background where Bryce Dallas Howard she is Ellie Conway. She's a great writer. She's written a series of successful books called the Argyle series where her lead super spy who in the film is sort of played by Henry Cavill. It's, you know, one of these films where it's like, all right, I'm writing the scene. And then we cut to what the fictitious version of that looks like. So it's like the movie within a movie, the story within a story, Henry Cavill's the super spy. She is writing this character She's coming up on her fifth book and little does she know a lot of the things that she's written and is currently writing have actually happened in the spy world. So all of these secret organizations and people she's written about 
kind of are true. You know, she does her research, all of this stuff. You know, maybe she's taking some lucky guesses, but it puts herself in danger because real spies notice, hey, whatever you're writing happens to come true or whatever you're writing is like a little too close to home. So let's try to kidnap her. Intro Sam Rockwell as the real life version of Argyle. Not necessarily the real life version, but, you know, Bryce Dallas Howard's character has trouble distinguishing between like, oh, well, in my head, Spy looks like Henry Cavill. Suave, debonair, tall, handsome, chiseled, you know, and then Sam Rockwell looks like a freaking hobo. He looks like a bum almost in comparison. And so it's like, oh, like, are you sure you're a spy? Are you sure? And I guess he is because he saves her life and it just starts this whole thread of, okay, well, there really is a secret organization. They want to kidnap you, yada, yada, yada. I don't know. I I was hoping this film would be interesting. Dua Lipa and Henry Cavill had me from the beginning. I mean, the trailer, even if I knew that they were the fictitious characters being written about, maybe I was hoping there'd be some like 20, 30 minute grand cinematic intro laying down all the plot details. And then we get to the real world. You know, it's maybe about five or 10 minutes of Henry Cavill. He's kind of spliced here and there through the story as she's trying to decipher what's real and what's not honestly feels like kind of a waste of the talent there. Not that BDH and Sam Rockwell aren't great because they do have really good chemistry together, but all the serious, interesting, you know, sexy spy stuff is really all at the beginning and then it's done. And so it's like, okay, all right, we're moving into the real world. Not that there aren't great scenes between Bryce Dallas Howard and Sam Rockwell and Brian Cranston's involvement, but it just, I don't know. It stays goofy and light enough that you just never feel so invested in it. I just like everything interesting. We already saw at the beginning and all of this is just trying to like make up for that. Maybe or try to like reach that level. And it's like, no, it's funny because like she's a writer and now she's got to be a spy and it's, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. I don't know. I watched the movie and I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie a week later. It hasn't gotten any better in my mind. It's just gotten more forgettable, which just kind of sucks because they sank like 200 plus million dollars into this story. You know, maybe you were one on Twitter who saw the, the secret reveal or like three years ago, you know, there was news about this film being done, which kind of gives away the plot of the movie. And I don't, I don't know. I saw it before I saw the movie and I had kind of my inclination was that I kind of knew the spoiler watching enough of the trailers, but you know, who's the real agent Argyle? That's their whole tagline. Who's the real? Is it the cat? Is the cat Argyle? Hmm. I just like, I don't know. That's where I was kind of like, I know it's not going to be the cat. I hope it's not the cat, but I don't love how much of this cat is in the marketing because Anytime you try to put an animal in a film that's not a dog and a sad story, it's like, all right, we'll throw some CGI in here. There's going to be some silly scenes. And it just, the movie never takes itself serious enough, I thought. And as a comedy, it only kind of works. As an action film, it only kind of works. You could tell that, you know, some have been debating whether this was supposed to be rated R or PG-13. There's not enough language that would have made this rated R. 
But much like the Kingsman films, I'm like, think about that first church sequence in the first Kingsman movie. Colin Firth, headshotting, stabbing, jabbing, just killing people in the most wild ways to Freebird and everyone. I mean, I remember watching that in the theaters like, oh my God, this is like, I mean, it was insane. It was awesome. It was hilarious. And you can tell that he's tried to recreate that scene since then to little or no avail, unfortunately. So there's tons of headshots in Argyle, tons of people who it's like executed, boom, dead, boom, dead. And you know, this guy got shot in the head and then the body falls and it's like, oh, like it looks like he was shot in the chest. So talking with other film critic friends and learning a little more about the movie, I, you know, he was under the impression, Matthew Vaughn, like that, hey, even if we don't show the blood, we could still show someone getting popped in the head. You know, that's whatever. Oh, so sorry. The MPA was like, no, no, headshots are still bad. So, you know, you can, no blood is fine. You're good there, but these guys cannot all get shot in the head. So there's this weird side of things where the violence becomes a little more silly as well and exaggerated. And you've got this moment, which if you've seen the trailers, I'm sure you've seen, they're like, what if we just got colorful with cool smoke and colors and flair and it's all set to some fun music. And I'm like, you know, from the second you got the trailer for this film, from the twisted mind of Matthew Vaughn, you know, I'm thinking of the Suicide Squad by James Gunn from the delicious, you know, hysterical, horrible mind of James Gunn. I don't love when like people lead with that I don't know. I'm like, you know, it's just, I'm trying to feel edgy. We're going to show you some edgy stuff, like from the twisted mind of that. There was nothing twisted in this movie. I like, you know, it just, it's just their way to maybe get a little more press. I don't know. You think you're the bad boy of Hollywood? Who knows? I did not get that impression at all from this movie. And so doing these fun, colorful, I don't even know what to call it. I think of Harley Quinn though in the suicide squad where we're going to have all these rainbows and flowers popping up behind her as she walks and kills people. And it's kind of like, it's artsy for sure. I, you know, I don't know how well it flows in the movie. It's like, you know, these comic book properties and similar films. I get that you want to show some of the bombastic nature of the comics or some of what makes those comic book panels look so rich and give you this info in the character but translating it to the screen is a whole other deal and sometimes it just feels like all right we're in a normal movie for 180 minutes and then for four minutes is let me be avant-garde and do this colorful bright thing because this is a comic property but this is what it's really like i just don't know it didn't work for me a lot of argyle just didn't work for me it felt familiar kind of felt recycled didn't try to do enough differently. And it just, I don't know. It just wasn't as funny as I hoped it would be either. I walked out of there feeling like, wow, that's a 200 plus million dollar misfire to start the year. And I feel bad for Henry Cavill. I feel bad for, I mean, that's a weird one where, you know, Matthew Vaughn on this press tour has been like, oh, Henry Cavill was supposed to be the first James Bond. It was between him and Daniel Craig, and then there was this whole deal where, hey, you know, Henry Cavill and I were going to do a, a Man of Steel, not necessarily sequel, but we wanted to do a Superman movie for DC. Christopher McQuarrie was going to do a Superman movie with Henry Cavill at DC. 
DC's just dumb. I mean, like, you got your perfect Superman and now you're rebooting it all. Whatever. I'm not... 2024, we're going to be better about our DC stuff. But man, it just... This movie just felt like kind of a waste. It just... It's fine. I've seen some people who had a good time, and I'm glad that they did, but Argyle's not going to move your meter at all. It's not bringing anything new to the table. And outside of a few fun bits, you're probably better off waiting until it's on streaming, truthfully. I mean, I I would hold out till Dune, unless you want to really go see Lisa Frankenstein this week, which, unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to have time for. Darn it. Shucks. But I will be going and seeing Dune in IMAX for the reissue. I will be seeing Tenet in IMAX for the reissue. And then at the start of March, we will have Dune 2, which will kick off the movie season. Because even the Cohen, the Cohen brother, the solo brother, his movie coming out in a couple weeks, it's not sounding too hot either. So I just, you know, I don't feel so bad about missing a lot of these films earlier in the year. I don't mind taking care of life outside of this a little bit more just while the quality starts to build a little bit. So many of these movies that have come out in the last three weeks are already on digital. So I don't know. Grain of salt. This is good catch up time. Origin is in its fourth week in theaters now expanding. There's just tons of great stuff that you could go and see. Argyle, I think you can wait. Thanks again for listening. You guys, we've got some great, great content on the horizon it's gonna be nice to talk about dune on this platform it's gonna be nice i I never reviewed tenet at the time so it's gonna be fun to talk about that one because after multiple rewatches freaking love that movie saw it in theaters with like three people at the beginning of covid or at the end of 2020 covid what you know october it was a blurry time but it's gonna be nice to revisit that so stay tuned for that you can find nt movie reviews on all social media networks podcast platforms and on youtube thanks again for listening you guys and we'll see you next time